it's time for the Two News Talking Sports Weekly Huddle. Now, let's join the guys as they break down the Aggies, Cougars, and Utes. I know it may seem a little early. We're 44 days away from the first college football game, BYU-Utah, but these two guys were looking for something to do. There's no offseason. The, there is no offseason, no, especially no. for yeah, you. You're always working on trying, you know, motivating always drawing, people. And, always drawing something up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. always something yeah. going on. Coach I mean, even, even Frank, I call him. He big times me all the time. There's always yes. something going on with yes. Frank. Wow. Hey, well, hey, yes. that's true. He's he can't former pick up color the commentator of the Stallions. I know, and yes. that, that oh, anyway. kept you Full busy. That kept ahead. you guys busy. Full steed ahead. Former yeah. Ute quarterback, Frank Dolce. And how many schools do you claim? I don't Just know. I, I mean, I've, I've done Utah the tour State, in the state of Utah. I work yeah. at Weber. Plus an I graduated all, from Utah. A, I think there's a detention yeah. center in there somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> Riley's here as well. So, That's all right. a lemma. And we would have had a lemma here, but he's out of the country. Because one thing a lemma does not do in the summer is hey, work. Hawaii's in so, this country. I don't think he's in Hawaii. I think he's further. Oh, okay. Anyway, let's let's get into this because I got excited yesterday because media days began. It was big sky, but... They're all getting fired up. Big 12 media days next week. Pac-12, Mount West. It's SEC uh, today. Isn't SEC's it? going on right now, so that that means the the game's right around the corner. I want to jump right into this though with the opening opening day, BYU and Utah playing wow. for the second time in three games. But I thought it was interesting. There was a uh, everyone likes to talk about the greatest rivalries in America, and one of the articles I saw not long ago placed that one as number six in the entire country. What do you guys think of that? Where does that fit in the entire country? Best rivalry, college Utah, football. BYU rivalry. Number I six. Think it's a, I think it's a great rivalry locally. It just doesn't, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't garner the national attention of some like of Alabama, the. Like Alabama, Auburn. Which yeah, is or, yeah. Yeah, or, or USC, Notre Dame, or, or Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, I would put all of those rivalries ahead of this one. So six is pretty good. Six is pretty good. In terms of the intensity of the rivalry, um, especially outside of the field of play, maybe this rivalry creeps up a few more well, notches. Well, there's it the gets, element of the religion it pretty, factor. It's pretty ugly, yeah, and, the, yeah, and, no, and I, then there's that as well. Don't, don't you think that it just doesn't have the national appeal maybe because of geography? I mean, some of those we're, more we're traditional located, yeah. ones were way back when. And, and, and really, to be honest with you, BYU-Utah rivalry is a little bit newer. I mean, when, when my parents were growing up, the Thanksgiving game was Utah, Utah State mm -hmm. way back in oh, the day. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's fairly new. It's a great rivalry, and I love – I actually I, – I get a little bit upset when everybody gets upset about all the back and forth. I mean, you, you have to understand. I love it. I went to Cottonwood High School. Nobody thought I was a rival. <laughs> okay? I went to you Snow – You were just lucky listen, to get on I the I went schedule. to Snow College. It's a great program. It's an unbelievable program. But Ricks and Dixie thought they were the rival. Yeah, and then care. I played at Utah State – and it was BYU Utah. So you should be grateful for a rival. Like you it, it's great to have a rivalry and as far as like you know there's some people going back and forth and there's trolls on Twitter but it's fun. Yeah. I mean everybody well, relaxes a little mention. bit. How? It's not that big of a deal. I don't know how you turned that into a personal Me thing? feeling bad for him. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not trying to say feel Riley bad for me. What I'm trying rival. to say is enjoy it. It should be yeah. number six, yeah. and it's really fun. Everybody gets all upset about the little back and forth. I think it's great, and I think it's fun. Enjoy it. I read another uh, piece today. In fact, it was uh, top ten upset alerts, and Utah on upset alert 
to BYU, which, by the way, some lines came out today, and the Utes are already favored in that game by six, mm -hmm. but it was listed as an upset alert already. Doesn't the rivalry itself create that? I mean, how often is the, is the game by more than a, a few points anyway? Never. I, I can't remember the time when it's... Well, during this current win streak, there's one. Six, six or yeah, seven. There's a double digit. Keeps debacle. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. so I, I, I just think that particular game, it, it you know, so cliche to say throw the records out, out of the window, but but in this well, one, in this it, case it really can't because they want to and, play and the zero and zero. Yeah. Just throw those zero and zero <laughs> records right, right out <laughs> of the window, and because they don't but, matter. But <laughs> in terms of in terms of the rivalry, if you're a Utah, if, if you're a Utah fan, or if you follow the University of Utah, I think this is where it fits. I mean, this game should be the, played up front yeah. for the university. Well, since they're not in the for, same for league. The yeah, I think it makes much more yeah. sense. And it's a, I think it's a great way to, to open up the season. And, and I think you know, Kalani's doing a great job with that program. I, yeah. you know, upset doesn't seem so far-fetched to me. No, and, and that's because it's, well, yeah. because it's been so close. But I actually, I always lean towards Utah in this game right now, especially with Kalani as the head coach, because I just feel like when you when you get to a rivalry game, the game gets a little bit uglier. There's there's more turnovers, there's more difficulties, there's some things that happen, and I think Utah's program is designed to win ugly. And I don't mean mm -hmm. that in any disrespectful way, but when they win games, they, what they do is eliminate more of the negative plays. They 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 hunker down offensively. Yeah. They play really good special teams and really good defense, and that's why they win rivalry yeah. games. And so that's why yeah. some of these things have been close. I think Kyle does a great job of of preparing his team to win rivalry games because of their style of play. How long has Coach Whittingham been there, been at the U now? Oh, since the mid-90s. Since the, yeah. yeah. So I, he, I think he that's was a great Fred's tagline. He Winning coach. ugly since the yeah. mid-90s. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, I, I think that's the nature of, of well, Utah's listen, program. There was, not, there, yeah. there was this one little period of Urban Meyer when it was, Flashy. When it was, yeah, it was kind of yeah, like, kind of like, 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 like a Cadillac. Yeah. And this now, is a by the way, one of those games, one of those games was three to nothing. So yeah. even that was in, winning ugly. It, oh, in the snow, yeah, yeah, it was. yeah absolutely. Down at BYU. So yeah. your point is well taken. And yeah. and by the way, if yeah, you're a BYU not, fan, the game that was just played in November, that was hideous for BYU fans. Oh, to, you know. So yeah, again, big, your point is well yeah. taken. Yeah, I just don't think it's a beautiful game that's played. It's yeah. not like this high-scoring, unbelievably clean played game and no, I think Utah I like does it. a great job of playing like that type like of football. And, and it's when? set up nicely Thursday night late, you know, 8:15 and in August you want to play as late as you can. So this will be a lot of it's fun. When are going to when are we going to get the Utah Utah State rivalry? Yeah. Back on this. I I'm nice. a huge fan of of playing those two games every year. Mark Hart Utah says Utah going to do it. We'll see. He he? I hope so. And and Utah well, BYU. I think those games should be on the schedule every year. Feet to the fire then. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. Utah State right now, I, I can see some of the reasons that it happens. But right now, I feel like they deserve to play both teams in state yeah, every single year. They're a very, very good You're program. You're going to be hard for to get Utah, though, to play BYU and Utah State regularly every year. That wipes yeah, but out why their non-conference I know, schedule. but why can't they say, okay, this is a B Instead game, this is a C game, and we have one A game? I mean, because maybe there's one team that's moving to the C category and one's moving to the B category that still fits in well. Well, I think you'd I'm not rather, saying any I, names. I'm, you're not naming names. No, I'm if not. If you're a Ute fan, you'd probably play rather play one of those teams than Idaho State. I'm just going to go out on a right. loop. I think so too. Anyway, yeah. Uh, no the question. Utes, by the way, this year, not more things that have started to come out. They're favored in all but two games. USC, and I'm not even sure I agree with that. I don't know that and I agree. With that. And at Washington. 
now. What do you think of that? I I I would have it. The USC game's closer to Washington. USC here or there? I forget. USC's there. They're both road games. And Washington. So I would be. But what a train wreck. I would be more inclined to say Washington at Washington as I would I would maybe put Utah as the underdog. I'm not I mean USC has all of the athleticism and all of the talent. I'm not sure that that coaching staff has done enough with that talent. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if that coaching staff doesn't last I think, too long and Urban Meyer is coaching at USC oh, next year. Oh, there it is. I think the <laughs> reason why that kind of stuff happens is because you just look at USC and you go, oh my gosh, they're athletic. They're going to bounce back. They get all so the even though they had a bad year, they're yeah. like, oh, well, yeah. they've got to bounce back. And so I think early, well, what did you say, 44 days till the season starts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to kind of pick that way. But I think as you get into the season, we're going to see very quickly whether it's still a train wreck and if it's going off the rails or if they're back. I would they, still they even had that huge problem with the coach, with Kingsbury coming. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. Oh, that was a mess. Yeah. I, would, I would pick Utah over USC at this point. I and would then too, maybe right wait now. and same, see what USC Same does. here, but yeah. I'm just talking about from a national perspective. They're going, oh, USC's got to okay. bounce back. Mm. That's what they're BYU thinking. BYU favored in all games except four, including, by the way, the, or this is an early line. They're favored by two over Utah State. They're not favored in the first four. They play that Pac-12 schedule. They play Utah go to Tennessee, then play USC and Washington. I mean, they're playing the three best teams, by the way, in the Pac-12. Well, Oregon, I guess we could throw that in, but they're not playing them. What do you think about that? What, what, let me ask you guys this. What happens if they start 0-4? Now, if you're a knowledgeable fan, you're looking at a heck of a schedule. If that were to happen, BYU fans, I'm not saying that's going to happen. They always manage to win one of these. But if it does, what is the fan base thinking? What is the leadership at BYU thinking? Well, for the first four weeks, it would be you know, doomsday, and then if Kalani can, if this occurred, if they went 0-4, it they would did. be the do, a doomsday scenario, and every, all, everything, all we're going to hear about is we need a new coach, and Kalani can't get it done, and we have to do this, and we have to do that, and we don't have enough talent, whatever it is, and then if he figures out how to string together those next eight games and win out and get to a decent bowl game, then then all of that would die down. You say, hey, well, there's hope for, for, for next and, year. And remember I don't know that they, they would go 0-4. I, mean, I, I, think I agree with you. I'm just, I'm just throwing out there because think of the years just, past when they go and they beat Nebraska or they beat Michigan mm-hmm. State. And, the, you know, there's just some big wins that a lot of people thought might not have happened. The, hard, yeah. the hardest thing about BYU's schedule is that they play a front-loaded a front-loaded P5 conference schedule. None of the P5 conferences play a front-loaded P5 conference. They, yeah, they ease right. into their season, right? <laughs> and so they play all these tough games, and what I worry about with BYU more than anything is psychologically, how do you handle that as a player? Psychologically, how do you handle that as a coach? If you're one and three, oh and four, coming out of those four games, you've got some injuries, now you're going into the quote, quote, easier part of your season, but mentally you're just yeah. like, man, we're just not really yeah. one of the big boys, and point. we really can't play. And then, at this point, because of last season, the way that it went, does it come unhinged if it starts that way? Because you have to have some belief early in the season. There has to be some sort of silver lining in those first four games that says, hey, we can play. We, we may not have won this game. There has to be some sort of moral victory that says, hey, right. we're going to dominate the rest of our schedule. And let me throw one more fly into the ointment here is Zach Wilson, who... They talk a lot about him coming off an injury. Supposedly hasn't thrown a football all summer except in the backyard with his dad. And I now, saw that video. And now, yeah. It's a nice backyard, by the way. It was a nice backyard. <laughs> I was and, like, and yeah, I have backyard to start with Utah, Dreamy. Tennessee, <laughs> USC, Washington. A quarterback who hasn't, you know, thrown the ball. Hopefully he will in fall camp for BYU fans. You were a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Both of you were. I don't think you would like to Both go. Both of us and, have coached him. Both of you have yeah, right. Yeah. How so, about, how about that? What, what's the mindset of, of, of that kid going to be like when he hasn't taken that hit yet? 
Oh, I, you know, there are some guys that, that maybe you'd have a concern about that. But and maybe you think, well, he's going to be. That guy is, I mean, that guy is a, he, he's like, he's, he's ready to go. All, he's a football player. He's ready to go all the time. And he, I don't know him that well, but I would say that he craves that kind of being in that kind of position. The that ability, challenge. Yeah, that I, challenge, I, and I wouldn't see, I don't see any problem with him stepping right onto the field. I think and, he's built for this type of scenario. Yeah. He's got a certain amount of moxie to him. He's coachable, yet he's got a little swagger to him, and I think he really wants to beat Utah. I think that's a big deal to oh, him. Yeah, especially after I think, what happened last time. Yeah, and I think I think there's a whole bunch of things that kind of play into the way and the style that Zach Wilson plays. He's a, he's a good football player, and I know that he hasn't proven it yet because he didn't have the first, you know, four games five games of the tough schedule last year but right. he's going to make some plays against those teams and he showed last year that he can make some plays against the University of Utah yeah. and then he showed that he that he was a freshman sometimes in the right. University I'm of Utah. More, I'm more interested to see how teams manage him now that they have a little bit a little of film bit on him film. because he was what, yeah, kind of right. an anomaly when yeah. he when he came in and the, the ability especially to use his legs to create offense yep. for BYU I'm just curious how that plays out in his sophomore He's a little better yeah. than, than what I think people anticipated. Yeah. All right, Absolutely. we got a ton to get to, so we're not going to use it all up yet. You'll be back uh, in about a month. We're going to start the weekly panel. Alema will be here. Before I let you go, though, really quick, if the Utes had a weakness, and everyone's talking about how great this team is everywhere, where is it? Well, I, I wouldn't call it a weakness, but my biggest concern about this team is the front five on the offensive, offensive side, side. offensive side times. of the ball. So what we'll see think? how they do it. I don't think it's a weakness here either, but what I want to see Tyler Huntley play in an authentic way. Meaning he's not trying to prove he's a passer. He's not trying to prove he's a runner. He's just going with the flow of the game. And I think if he can really do that and kind of come into his own, it becomes a really, really dangerous team. But if he's like he was last year at some points, like right. I'm going to show you I'm a pocket passer. You know and, I mean? and you know what? And then I think it becomes unauthentic, and that's not really what he does. Run when you think you should run. Throw when you think you should run. And I think he, that's where he becomes a really, and, really And a lot of that may have to do with uh, Andy Ludwig's offense. We'll mm -hmm. see where he goes with that. All right, Frank Dolce, Riley Jensen, we're going to hear from him all season long. Take a few weeks off, regather, yeah. and we'll be back with the football panel uh, sometime in late August. Thanks, guys. Thank you.